The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast, myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. The topic of today's video is the wrath of God, specifically the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Both cities were burned clean from creation by a storm of fire and brimstone that erupted from heaven, a veritable conflagration of condemnation. Only a righteous few, given forewarning by the divine, managed to escape. Alright, let's get into it. Our narrative begins with the Lord appearing to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre. Three figures, later revealed as angels, join the scene, foreshadowing the gravity of events to unfold. As the celestial visitors prepare to depart, the Lord shares with Abraham the imminent end that awaits Sodom and Gomorrah. The outcry against these cities, both infamous for their iniquity, had traveled even to the firmament, to the very hallowed halls of heaven no less, thus demanding the judgment of divine power. Abraham, now apprised of the coming doom, yet emboldened by an unflinching sense of justice, engages the Almighty in a daring negotiation. The two, to put it facetiously, haggling like a pair of merchants. Only souls, not coin, was the currency, and salvation, not goods of some sort, was the object of exchange. His plea is poignant, questioning whether the righteous should suffer the same fate as the wicked. Of course, to question God is irreverent to the extreme, almost invariably inviting ruin. However, Abraham was a God-fearing man to his core, and here, his intent was so pure that his chosen course, audacious benevolence at best, and insolent blasphemy at worst, was well received. For in his heart was the preservation of righteous life, devoid of challenge to or question of God's unfathomable power and absolute authority. To wit, endeavoring to rescue the innocent was in keeping with God's will and reflected Abraham's devotion to God, and on the whole serves to highlight God's greatness through his willingness to treat with humanity and show mercy. So Abraham implores the Lord to spare the cities if but ten righteous souls can be found, and the Lord, in a magnanimous act, accepts the terms, setting the stage for the ensuing drama. As night descends upon the city of Sodom, two angels, under the guise of travelers, enter its gates, finding hospitality in the home of Lot, Abraham's nephew. The city, ignorant to the sanctity of its visitors, soon reveals its wickedness. A mob, driven by depraved intent, first encircles and then makes ready to assail Lot's dwelling, demanding that his guests be brought out and surrendered to them. In a distressing and complex moment, Lot offers up his daughters in an act of appeasement, a concession made to spare his guests. But as it would turn out, Lot's desperate bid was ultimately unnecessary. The angels intervene, striking the assailants with blindness, not even using a modicum of their power to neutralize the frenzied mass. They then reveal to Lot that the fate of the two cities is sealed, instructing him and his family to flee and not look back, the not looking back part soon to be woefully unheeded by some. As dawn breaks, the family hastens from the city, and the Lord, true to his word, rains down fire from the heavens obliterating the cities and their inhabitants, utterly erasing their filth and corruption from the face of the earth. Unfortunately, in a tragic turn, 
Lot's wife, seized in the grip of a compulsion to look back one last time, is transformed into a pillar of salt. What's notable here is the juxtaposition between God's indulgence of Abraham and the petrification of Lot's wife, transmogrified in the blink of an eye into a monument of mortal folly. The difference in treatment here boils down to intent. Abraham was motivated by beneficence, the salvation of the righteous. And contrasting with this, Lot's wife defied the admonishment of God to sate her own curiosity. Lot, spared from the cataclysm, retreats to the mountains, there dwelling in a cave. What unfolds next, marked by perverse decisions spawned by isolation, involves Lot becoming carnally pursued by his own daughters. There were no men around to marry, so the two daughters set their sights on their own father. They plied him with drink until he was witless and insensible, too intoxicated to understand what transpired. From these two incestuous instances, two sons were born, Moab, from whom the Moabites descended, and Ben-Ami, from whom the Ammonites descended. The Moabites and the Ammonites, two peoples who neighbored ancient Israel, were the enemies of the Jews. While Lot and his family made their expeditious exit, Abraham, a paragon of faith and a champion of his fellow man, observes the smoldering ruin of the two destroyed cities from afar, though this somber tableau is not dwelt on for long, soon transitioning to subsequent events in Abraham's odyssey. The narrative arc of Abraham's life continues in upstanding and momentous fashion, starkly contrasting with the unfortunate legacy of Lot's own life his days afterwards featuring yet more divine interactions and personal trials. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content, please like and subscribe. Thanks for watching.